1: Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call.
3: Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side.
2: Now, y'all need to know that we're obsessed with everything on the other side.
3: Yes, we are. Because once you learn to navigate the energetic, or to some, the invisible world, life is gonna be more fun and much more serene.
2: Uh, heck yes, it can. Because let's be honest, Brynn, Earth School is hard. In fact, you taught me that. Let's crush Earth School together. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome, everybody. Hello, my witchy boo. How are you? <laughs> Hello, my elf. <laughs> a little rhyming today. <laughs> I like the Hello little song. I, I like it. I How are you? Right? <laughs> so today is kind of funny, not in a ha way, but in an ironic way is that... <laughs> There's a topic that you and I have been, we were going to do episodes on this a couple times now. Mm -hmm. And it's the idea that we are all connected, you know, to each other and all other living things. But for the second or third time now, we will talk about that. It kept getting bumped, right? It keeps getting bumped because... Suzanne and I went to Houston, and then something unexpected happened. I thought we should talk about. It's my elf story time. I can't wait. <laughs> it's my favorite. Tell me a story. Story time. from it's, it's elf story time. I should be wearing my elf costume right now because I do have one from you, <laughs> or at least an elf hat, to do this. So here's what happened. Suzanne wanted to go to Houston to visit her sister to see her new house. And you'll remember this, but our listeners won't. Her sister's house burned down late last year there's like electrical fire or something that happened. Totally in traumatic. The garage, right. Very traumatic. Right? Yeah. Um and Suzanne had been going back and forth between here, Fayetteville, and Houston, quite a bit since then. But they have a new house and Suzanne was like, Well, I'm gonna go to Houston and she was like, Do you want to come? And I normally say no. <laughs> and <laughs> that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> but I normally say no. Not because I don't want to be with Suzanne. That is not the episode. I said, Yeah, I, I think I want to go. I wanna but let me check to see if my Old college roommate Sylvia Escobedo is home that weekend because I hadn't seen her in a long time. In fact, I hadn't seen her since I think 1992. Whoa. To be specific. <laughs>
3: okay, so what inspired you
2: to, right. to check in? Like that's just kind of random. Like <laughs> you, right? You start throwing you know dates around, years around, and you know I know people who were born in 1992. <laughs> Um, well, you know, Sylvia and I reconnected on social media a number of years ago. I, I would probably say three to four. Talked on the phone a couple times. I actually sent her, uh, this has been several years ago, one of, do you remember when I was carving my wax stuff and I was making little skulls, <laughs> yes. little silver skulls? Remember my silver skull my, um, phase? Um, well, I had sent her one of those. Mm. So we'd been, you know, kind of reconnected for a bit, but not, had not seen each other. But her dad jumped the planet um, mm. almost a year ago that's hard and and I knew she was grieving her dad to her was like what my mom was to mm. me like that's her that was her person in this world so I knew that you know I could be of service somehow sweet and of course I wanted to see her but I knew that the timing was probably good and it's interesting because I was texting her because that's how apparently we communicate in 2020. And I texted her that, you know, come to town, are you going to be there? And is there anything I can do to help? And her response was, I'd love to talk to my dad. Mm. Like, that was, her, that was her request. Yes, please come. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like, please come. Remind you, I haven't seen her in, well, however many years it is since 1992. So I pull into her driveway, and I have Suki with me per usual <laughs> and uh, and she actually has a golden doodle but she walks outside when I pulled in and I lit up like a Christmas tree in New York City mm. I was just so incredibly happy you know to see her
3: of course you did you're such a sweet elf with the giant heart
2: <laughs> that's great right that's great it's also a badass sometimes yeah. <laughs> this double is not badass. this is not a right this is a double about this is not a Julie badass story <laughs> at all actually <laughs> So here's what happened, and I will try to go quickly through the what happened, but I think it's important just to kind of set the scene for what happened. You don't have to, don't do have to rush. Take your time. So in chronological order, we see each other. I, of course, had a lot of, I'm going to call it spiritual loot with me. <laughs> 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 and spiritual loot are things like I brought her a clearing bowl, mm-hmm. and you know we have briefly talked about clearing bowls. You know they are help to bring our our vibration up by running our hands through these really incredible minerals and plants and or dried plants. I also brought her a six point star rose quartz ball, which I know you know how fabulous those mm-hmm. are.
3: I got mine sitting right next to me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> And I knew she needed assistance from the loving power that the star quartz could bring her. I also brought some other rocks like kyanite and sujalite. Sujalite, for those that have never heard of sujalite, is a purple stone. And there's only one mine that it comes from. And sujalite to me, when I was grieving the loss of my mom and the loss of Mona and losses since, of sense, it's, it's my grief stone. Like I hold it in my hand and just tears run down my face. Like it is such an incredible opening of the heart that sujalite does. So I brought her some of that. And I, of course, brought her some branded loot from our show because who doesn't want that? Who I mean, that would make anybody <laughs> happy. <laughs> we, is to get, we count as spiritual loot. I love it. <laughs> yeah, spiritual loot is like a, this shit that says our name on it. <laughs> I also brought her some Palo Santo for some nighttime gratitude ritual because I think that also. Again, these are things about raising our vibration and certainly you know locking stuff down with black tourmaline. I brought her some of that as well. So, you know, I have all this stuff out on the counter. We're talking excited. And then, and one thing I'd promised her that I would do is that I would teach her how to ground herself. And it's actually one of my favorite things in the whole wide world. Dropping grounding cords. Dropping grounding cords, Mm -hmm. exactly. Because when we're grieving, you know, we have an identity loss, right? And there's nothing more powerful than being able to be in your body and trying to make sense out of the world.
3: And grief builds in your system. So to be able to ground and release into that is super helpful.
2: Right. Right. In fact, one of the most important stones, by the way, in a clearing bowl that I mentioned earlier is actually uh, smoky quartz. Because smoky quartz helps us release. So my goal was, I, every, all of this was planned, as you can imagine, and, but it was all about her being able to take care of herself. And, and these are all the tools to help her do that. So I taught her how to ground herself. And then once we had done that, because when I teach it, I also, I'm watching you as you do it, and then I'm also doing it myself. And once we did that, I asked her, I said, are you ready to talk to your dad? And she looks up at me and she's like, uh, yeah, I am. So the three of us actually did this for a few hours. And I know a few hours might sound a lot to some people, but you know, you've actually done that for me for like three to four hours before. So two hours is a lot of time. Go ahead. I'm agreeing with you. You okay.
3: (laughs) It also takes a lot out of you as a medium.
2: It does it definitely can. I slept really hard that night. You know, listen, I practice safe medium shipping.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm proud of you my elf. (laughs) Thank you.
2: Yeah, I didn't take any of it with me. So we had this, you know, incredible meeting with her dad. There were lots of tears, naturally. The things that were said are obviously personal for her. But I will tell you one funny thing that happened, and I'm sure she wouldn't mind that I tell. The very end, when her dad was getting ready to, you know, kind of like go back to what he's doing on the other side, I said to her, I go, this is going to sound really strange. Because everything else made a lot of sense, right? But I said, this is going to sound really strange. I said, I, I hope this isn't a passerby because I thought I had everything locked down because I have my guide go take care of everything around and make sure i don't get like you know drive ghosts yep. mm-hmm. drive bys right mm-hmm. i don't need some guest ghosts like dropping in their stuff i need to keep focused on tino her dad and i said it's weird i go i, I feel like i'm being shown a navy blue mercedes suv and she looked at me and she goes oh, i don't know about that i'm like okay well I- i'm just letting you know Okay, by the way, later that night, she said to me, she goes, Okay, I have to tell you this because it just finally made all sense to me. She goes, Just yesterday, I was looking at new cars and I was looking at a navy blue Mercedes SUV. I'm like, You fucker, why didn't you tell me that at the time? I felt like I was crazy because that's that whole thing, that I'm whole sure security she didn't even think thing of that you have. Oh no, she did think of it because she thought, "Wait, this can't be right. This is too close." I mean, like in her head, as I'm telling her this stuff, she, "This can't be right." And I'm like, "Okay." It's just really, this is one of those funny things that happens, right, when we do this kind of this line of work, right? Is, and I'm still very insecure when it comes to all of that, and so to hear that, I'm like, "Okay," and I just kind of move on. But it's just nice when they do come back and tell you <laughs> what happened. That's awesome. So all of this is just leading up to um, the overall point and the reason for this story. So here's what happened. Okay, we're going to pause before
3: it's going to be a cliffhanger. (laughs)
0: Cliffhangers. (laughs) Love it. As
3: we take a break. We'll be right back to hear the point of my elf story.
4: Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Please visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.
1: Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.
3: Welcome back. And now we get to hear the climax.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The cliffhanger.
2: The cliffhanger. (laughs) The cliffhanger. This is the part that I didn't expect that was going to happen. We were sitting kind of catty corner from one another and Sylvia looked up at me and she said, so what happened? And I looked at her and I said, well, what do you mean? She goes, well, with us. Why didn't we stay connected? She's like, we were so close
3: Mm.
2: when we were in school. And she goes, how many times did you come down to Houston with me to come visit my family? And, you know, how many times did we hang out with your mom? Mm. And she's like, what happened? So I hung my head. Mm. And I just kind of sat there for a moment And I looked up at her and I said two words. I said, I ran. Mm. And she just looked at me and I said, Sylvia, I was just coming out. Like this was, you know, the early 90s, right? I was just coming out. And I had so much trauma around the coming out. From, you know, my mom didn't do well with it at first. I had a childhood friend from Oklahoma come down to visit who turned around went back to Oklahoma and mm. broadcast it through Southwestern Bell, mm. burning up the phone lines. And so I was traumatized. And so I, I really, I ran away from anybody who was a part of my life, kind of like pre-coming out. And she sadly fell into that category. And she said to me, she goes, well, I always knew you were gay, <laughs> I like, I, but I didn't know that you knew, you know, like, like I didn't know. I mm. mean, she goes, I knew you were gay. I always loved you. And I just wondered what had happened to us. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, but I was a runner. You know, I had anticipated before this visit that I was going to be able to help her mm. in her journey, mm. right? What I didn't expect was actually being healed myself.
3: Mm. So beautiful. How are you doing with it right now?
2: Yeah, you know, it's good. Like, it's that funny thing about, you know, we joke on our show, because how many times have I had confessions, right? (laughs)
3: Yes.
2: (laughs) But they're usually stupid or on the scale of ridiculous or, you know, whatever it may be. Uh, (laughs) Playful. Playful, right? But this was a confession that wasn't playful or ridiculous. This was like, that was my behavior, you know? Mm. I think that everybody could relate somehow in their life we've talked about this before, blowing something up versus running is two different kinds of vibration, right? It's like, or that maybe not. Um, But we blow things up because we don't know how to get out of it. Or we run because we don't know what to do in the situation. So I have a feeling that I can't be the only one on the planet that has to deal with something like this. (laughs) Kind of seems like all of us have that, right? Is that true? It's
3: absolutely a well-attended course in earth school. (laughs) 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 Well-attended. It's a very popular class. (laughs) So I just thank you so much for bringing this story and for being generous and to share it with us because it's such a beautiful story. You know, when we talk about our spirits staying connected to us and how love never dies, that's actually true in all forms. So it doesn't matter if someone's transitioned into the spirit world or they've gone out of a phase of your life, that connection that love, that, you know, when you saw her, you know, I'm sure you were just so excited, you, you know, not only to share your spiritual loot, <laughs> but mm-hmm. but to, you know, just have this connection with this loved one again. It's the same thing, right? Love is an energetic connection that you feel, and it's tangible, and it's real, and when you're not in that presence, that energy still exists, and so I love that. That's what you and Sylvia shared, and you can't see it, but you know it and you feel it. And when you're together again, it's right back in that moment to reclaim and reactivate that connection in such a beautiful way
2: That's why we call this episode the invisible thread. That invisible thread, right. It's unseen right. It's there, those connections, the heart connections. you know, And I think with us, that invisible thread got a little tangled. well, it got un- right? it was
3: unattended. Right?
2: It was unattended. It was, yeah, yeah. It was. It was left on its own, right? But it didn't break. See, that's the thing. And the thing and that's is, what people need to understand
3: in that moment when she said, "So what happened?" You could have pivoted a lot of different ways and said, "Oh well, this is how your father comes in." <laughs> you know, like you could have gone there, right? right. It, what happened to us? Again, you could have pivoted and just said, "Oh, you know, I, I just got busy and."
2: You know, I knew you didn't have cell phones back then. Um, you know, <laughs> I just like made something stupid up. It was like, oh, we were just busy. We lived in California. Right. We were just bu- you, know, you were busy. People I don't want do that every day. Right. There's all kinds of ways you could do it every day.
3: Yeah. That's how the cord, that invisible thread gets damaged is when you deny it. But you didn't. Right. You actually owned it. Mm-hmm. And you said I was vulnerable. I was tender and I couldn't trust anymore." And be disappointed. That's basically what happened, right? That's exactly what happened. And so
2: that's exactly you—you
3: you had maxed out in your rejection. <laughs> You're like, nope, can't do anymore.
2: No, I, and, and honestly, at that point in time, Brent, I couldn't. No,
3: I, I, that's so
2: real. That's so I couldn't real. do it. I couldn't do it. And you know, it's funny. Like as I look back at this, and Sylvie and I have talked about this the happening that could have easily just like brushed it off, done all those things, and and what was so crazy about it is it actually it it made us closer Mm. and and she had said she goes i knew why you were here you were here to help me through this grieving process because she doesn't open up to many people and she was completely and utterly vulnerable with me Mm. and what neither of us expected and and i did not this was not something i had in my head was i eventually need to tell her i ran (laughs) not until that very moment that she asked me that question was it all clear Mm. It's not like I had, you know, written in my diary that, oh, I ran, I need to go clear things up with Sylvia and probably a long list of other people. That's not what happened. It was she genuinely wanted to know, and I genuinely needed to tell her the truth.
3: Isn't that beautiful? And that is that sacred space of truth, right? Raw vulnerability, open-heartedness, where everything is possible, even reclaiming. And activating that love thread that connected you for all those decades that went unattended to. And boom, right. just like that, right
2: back. Right back in the flow. Total trust. Total right, total trust. Right. Oh, my gosh. Total trust. Right. You know, and she trusted, without us even having that conversation, I mean, you got to give her some props in this whole thing.
3: Amazing. For letting
2: me back in. Right. I mean, she's, like, she led the whole way, even though she doesn't realize she led the whole and,
3: way. And especially because she's in grief, Right. Yes. And, and the thing that's so sacred about grief, right, different than being pleasant, but totally sacred about grief, is you understand how precious life is. You understand how precious these connections are. You, we have to take care of them now. We have to take care of them right. now, right? Don't put them off because they're ours, Tomorrow's not guaranteed, right? So being. Oh no, it's not. <laughs> it's, <laughs>
2: you're definitely right about yeah, that. It is so
3: not right. It's not guaranteed, and that's one of the sacred gifts of grief. Is that it, it holds you accountable today because that's all you have. Right. And both of you got that. And so for her right. to have such a high awareness, even though she was still so deep in grief, amazing. Amazing. Power yeah, move. Yeah,
2: Major props. Yeah, totally total power move. Total power move. Power move. Yep. Total power move. Yeah. And and in a time, of course, when you actually feel like you don't have power. Yeah. Right? Like you in feel that grieving so empty. you feel like you don't have, you feel so empty. And then here she went. And showing all the power. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I feel like I went along for the ride. With
3: just authenticity. With sheer yeah. authenticity. Just showing up fully. I want to know. I care what happened to us. How did we lose yeah. touch? So beautiful. so beautiful. Right? Isn't
2: that incredible? Yeah. Suzanne and I have this really awesome piece of art in our house. And... By the way, I think I, I mean, I bought it out of a catalog, like, so I'm not going to act like this is a piece of art that I found some like, you know, I have another piece of art that I actually bought from an artist in Tiananmen Square in China, in Beijing, a very long time ago. And that's a cool, awesome piece of art. This is not it. This was mass produced at some point. But on this mass produced piece of art. Can we take a, another cliffhanger? <laughs> oh my God, we're gonna, this is the cliffhanger episode. I love it. Stay
3: tuned for the catalog art information. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs>
1: Slash iHeart.
2: So we're back. Welcome back. (laughs) Thanks. So we're back, so I can actually take care of this cliffhanger about (laughs) my mass-produced art that I love so much. That I'm going to read to all of our listeners right now. Do so on this piece of art. It reads: An invisible thread connects those who are destined to meet, regardless of time, place, or circumstance. The thread may stretch or tangle, but it will never break. May you be open to each thread that comes into your life, the golden ones and the coarse ones, and may you weave them into a brilliant and beautiful life.
3: Mm. <laughs> oh my goodness! Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for buying that piece of art out of the catalog, <laughs> so that you could right, share. Right, I, it I with had all it those. for
2: a long time, and it made more sense to me when we got home from Houston than it ever has. Mm. I love. And that I think so that's much. why it was so powerful, right? Yeah. It's like it made more, and I've I've always understood it. Mm-hmm. But I feel it now.
3: Yeah, it was just dimensionalized so perfectly. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. You know, with that said, in such a beautiful way, right, this is earth school, right? We, we transverse, uh, right, all this space and all these relationships and all these challenges. And that's how we create our life. That's how we create the frequency with which we operate in. So this is an invitation with this beautiful story of this golden thread of love and friendship and support that one unattended this is your like wake-up call that says, take the time and the energy and the focus to invest in cleaning up your stuff. Clean up your relationships. Clean up your communications. Go back. Whether you blew it up because you didn't know how to handle it or you got scared, which happens a lot in our school. <laughs> like, it's really dicey out there, right? Or if you were like my elf and you were a runner and just can't deal. This is not going to go well, and I can't afford to have another disappointment.
2: How many people do you know, Brenda, that in, and I've (laughs) seen this more in marriages or like dating situations, that would pick something, and I'm going to call it a stick of dynamite, so they could blow (laughs) up the relationship (laughs) so they didn't have to deal. Oh, happens all the time. Right? All All the time. So if you've lit some dynamite, and we all have you thrown it into you and oh my god, of course we have. Yeah, we all have. And have blown stuff up, you know, because all of this has karma attached to mm-hmm. it. And Dharma. Because you taught me about <laughs> Dharma and Greg.
3: Yes, this was a Dharma situation, right? This thing between you and Sylvia, right? It was totally saved. Because neither of you wussed out. <laughs> you both showed up Mm-mm. fully. No, neither one of us. No, we no, both showed we up. You both showed up fully open hearted. So beautiful. And and the thing is, like it's okay. It's okay that you blew it up. Just fix it. It right. doesn't mean that person has to be in your life and has to be in your life in the same way as it was. Just say, I did that, and I would do something different today. And thank you for teaching me that, and I'm sorry it caused you so much pain. That's it. Like, that's
2: enough. Right, and that person doesn't have to be there, no. right? I mean, that, like, that's different because Sylvia and I, I, of course, joked. I'm like, okay, well, good luck getting me out of your life now. <laughs> you can run, um, but you can't
3: hide. I'm a stalker.
2: <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I'm only not a runner anymore. I'm a stalker. So it's a different situation. But, you know, there are those, certainly, that we have blown things up that we don't need to be in each other's lives. But, boy, we sure should clear it up. And that's okay. Like
3: that, Your version of that one message, whether it's a voicemail, rolling old school with the voicemail, or an email, or a text, <laughs> like Slack, whatever it is. Right,
2: but send it. Oh my, it, did you just say Slack? Slack, yeah. Oh my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> it's like, who's going to like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go fix my shit through Slack. That's hilarious. You'd be surprised.
3: Because <laughs> that's no, a lot of surprised. times where shit is created, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. So my point is that we can do better, right? When you know better, the requirement from a spiritual standpoint gets upped. So you have a higher level for accountability. When you know better, you have to do better, right, via Maya Angelou. But from your spiritual world, like this is an invitation to say, you're going to feel better. The other person is going to feel better just receiving an apology. And it doesn't matter what comes back. What might come back is, yeah, that was a really bad time and I never want to see you again. That's fine too. Like understand, yep, I created that. It's okay.
2: And it's also okay if you're in a a moment, because see, this is the other thing, because what you're talking about, is actively cleaning something up, mm-hmm. right? Taking the actions to go do something like that. You know, I was in a situation where I was on the spot. Mm-hmm. And when you're on the spot, right? Like those moments in our life show you who you are. Mm-hmm. Yes. And how you handle those situations. There's nothing better than something that is unscripted. <laughs> don't we know show it? <laughs> you you are, right? <laughs> I know we gotta live like that, don't we? I think that's happening right now. But when um, when you're in those unscripted moments in your life, you find out what you're made of and who you are. And I will tell you, the Julie of ten years ago probably would have given her some bullshit answer. Mm-hmm. I'm I, I'm not gonna lie. I would have probably given her some bullshit answer. Yep. But the Julie of today is gonna tell her the truth in that unscripted, in that mm-hmm. sudden moment where you're like, oh. And I literally all I did was I took a breath, and I had some tears. And said I ran.
3: And in defense of the Julie 10 years ago, she wouldn't have known that's what
2: she did. No, that's what right. I'm saying. I I, yeah. I, I think but, that I wouldn't But not know. only would you
3: have been like, oh, I can't deal with this. This is too intense. Are you kidding me? You know, like that part of you. But you actually wouldn't have known. I, I just ran. I was so scared. I was too vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't have known all that. And so... And it's okay.
2: And now I do. And now you Because do. when you know better, do better. Bam, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> right? When you know better, do better. Exactly and so right. I know we're going to sign off in a second, but I just – I've never done this on one of our shows, but I want to give a special thank you to Sylvia for teaching me mm. and, and for being supportive of our unbreakable, our once tangled, mm. invisible thread. Because I love my old roomie, and I am so glad that we were able to teach and learn from one another.
3: Isn't that beautiful? And a shout out to you, my dear Elf, for your generosity and reminding us of this course in Earth School to always reclaim oh, you, my witch. and activate love. So remember, Earth School is
2: hard without the other side and old college room. <laughs> thanks so much for listening. Thanks, everybody. Bye.
3: Thanks for joining us, everyone, and a special thanks to our producer. Maya Cole, who guides us while we guide you.
2: Hit us up on Instagram at OthersideGuides or shoot us a note at OthersideGuides at iHeartRadio.com and you can even call us at 833-22-GUIDE to leave us a message.
3: We want to know what you think, we want to know what you know, and we
2: want to hear your stories. And remember, Earth School is hard without the other side. Insider's Guide to the Other Side is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.